I wanted on this, on Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh Adar Sheni. So I wanted to share something. Next, Beis Hashem, the coming a week from this Shabbos is going to be Parsha Zacher. And we're setting our sights. What do you say? Uh, so we're setting our sights already on, on, on Purim. And this month of, of Zacher, remember what Amalek did? I want to share something. There's, we, we're Zacher to have two Chashavi Yungalite from Chavetz Chaim. There's somebody who learned in Chavetz Chaim who I appreciate a lot, his shiurim and his writings. Rev Gladstein, Rev Daniel Gladstein, a Talmud Chacham, a very special Yid who's a tremendous Talmud Chacham and is knowledgeable in different Cholakim of Torah. So I want to share something. I'm borrowing a little part from him that is one of our initial approaches into, into the story of Purim, into the Chaydesh of Adar, and into the battle against Amalek. So Amalek, which we know Haman is a descendant, comes from Amalek. And Amalek, there are two parishes in the Torah that speak to us about Amalek's attack on Klai Yisrael. the end of Bishalach and at the end of Kiseitse. In both places, we're told about Amalek's attack on Klai Yisrael. In Parsha Zacha, we'll read three psukim from the end of Kiseitse. There it's said in very, very brief. Remember what Amalek did? They chanced upon us on the road. You were tired. And when Hashem gives you Eretz Yisrael, we're commanded to eradicate Amalek. It's very, very curious, Avi, and fascinating. We were attacked many times in our history. And there are many people who have heard us. And in the Torah itself, you can't just say later on, in the Torah itself, Mitzrayim was brutal to us. Mitzrayim brutalized us for close to a hundred years. They killed our children, they killed us, they tortured us for close to a hundred years. Avodas Perach. Difficult, torturous labor. And yet on Mitzrayim, who was crazy to us, the only psukim about our attitude to Egyptians is like society of Mitzri, don't hate a Mitzri. If anybody you would think our vengeance would be unleashed on, it would be Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim were very casual. Now we've had other enemies, I would say in the Torah, Midian, Moyav, these nations were horrible to us. Like really, really bad. And certainly Midian and Mayev were, we have Chiyuvim, Klape them, their rules that they can't become Gerim so easily. So there's rules to Midian, Mayev. We've had plenty of nations. A lot of people can line up who were enemies of the Jewish people. And yet on Amalek, there's a specific hatred. And by the way, Amalek wasn't that successful initially. In the story, in the story here, in the story in the Torah, Amalek had very limited success. They attacked us, and we repelled them, by the way. We killed Amalek. They weren't very successful. And almost inexplicably, you have these psukim, Timcha Zeich Amalek, wipe them out. Mitach from under the heavens. Loi Tishkach. Don't forget, this is like a huge hey of Timcha Zeich Amalek. And the question becomes, what is this hatred for Amalek? What does Amalek represent? What's, what's happening? They're definitely bad people, and they started up with Yidin. The Am Hashem. Somebody starts up with the Yid. Hashem clearly, what Hashem did to Mitzrayim, and Hashem brought Makas on Mitzrayim, demonstrated Hashem's love of the Yidin of Klal Yisrael. But there's a unique... Taina and in a unique Tzivuyim specifically focused at Amalek. What is that? In very, very simple, in very simple understand, just a true understanding of what Amalek was trying to do and what Amalek is. So I'm going to bring it out with the vert from the Satna Rebbe of Gladstein, brought from the Yismach Maisha. There's me, I, we've spoken about this many years. We have two musmachim of Chavetz Chaim. I want to bring it from, I want to bring something Rav Gladstein quoted from the Yismach Moshe. He said as follows. At the end of Bishalach, where it speaks about a little bit more lengthy, we don't read it on Parashat Zachar next week, but it speaks about the battle Amalek had with Klal Yisrael. So there, there 
Gemara, when it speaks about the battle of Amalek with Klal Yisro, there's a Pasuk it says as follows, Vayoymer, Hashem says, Ki al keiska, a hand on Hashem's throne. There's a Lashen of Yeshua. Hashem swears, Melchamel Hashem Amalek. Hashem swears about a war against Amalek Midar Dar from generation to generation. The Rabbani Shalom makes some shvuah, swears, Yod al Keska, a hand on the throne of Hashem, that there's a Mulcham with Amalek from generation to there's some shvuah, a hand on the throne. We touch a Chefse Shal Mitzvah when we swear. Hashem says a hand on the throne of Hashem that there's going to be a war against Amalek. It's a battle. God said there's a war against Amalek. What is this? Now Rashi points this out instead of saying Kisei of Hashem. Hashem, the ICS are missing. It says Yod al Instead of Kisei and instead of Yod Kevavke, Hashem's name, it says Ka. Explains Chazal that Amalek chops off half of Hashem's name. Very cryptic Chazal. Rashi brings it. That Amalek chops off half of Hashem's name. The Aleph of Kisei, Hashem chops off Hashem's throne. We're not going to talk what that means. And, Hashem ch- and Amalek tries to chop off half of Hashem's name. So Hashem, when he swears, says a, a hand on Kaiska instead of Kisei of Yud Kevavke, Amalek threatens half of Hashem's name. What does that mean? Amalek tries to chop Hashem's name in half. Rashi, this is a Rashi in Bishalach that Amalek takes away the Yud Kevavke, the Vavke of Hashem's name. And they just have Yod al Kaiskan, there's some when Hashem swears, I will fight until Hashem returns. Until Hashem returns, the, the, the Hashem's name becomes Sholem. What are we talking about, Hashem's name? So I'm saying this over from a Chassidish source, where Gladstein said this. The MS, this is rooted in Pshat. You don't need, it's wonderful, every chalik of Torah comes together. This is rooted in Pshat. Amalek is very simple, what they're trying to do, Avi. And really our hatred and why Amalek is our main enemy. It's like almost ironic, Momo, to speak, you know, teams, us warped sports mind, we know team have like rival teams, like the main team they're against. And typically you have one like rivalry game. I wonder, like, going forward, we'll have YDE and Waterbury, like a great rivalry game. Halavai. It's fun in sports, you have a rivalry. In life, people have, like, rivals, like the, the main rival. It's so bizarre that our Amalek's are, we're people that have been butchered. Everywhere we went, we've gone through a lot, the Yidden. We've endured a lot of anti-Semitism. A lot of people have come after us. And yet we're like focused, who's our enemy, Amalek? Mitzrayim, we're commanded by society, Mitzri, don't hate a Mitzri. We don't hate men, we, we're just not, who's the enemy? And the story in the Torah, like we said, is pretty innocent. They attacked us like everybody else, and we repelled them. But there's a deeper point, and Chazal described what Amalek was trying to do. Chazal described a boiling bath. It's funny, this Chazal became much more meaningful to me. It's funny that you can connect to a Chazal. I went through a surgery recently and the only comfort was a hot bath. And, and that was the only thing, like it was painful and a hot bath. I, I haven't taken baths in, in, in decades. In, in three decades, who takes a bath? And a hot bath was the only comfort. And I thought about it, I would go, I, the hotter it was, the better. And shortly after you go into a hot bath, it's no longer hot. And it kept being a problem. And I have to like put back the hot water on. And hot water was a tremendous comfort. And I thought about this chazal, that Amalek said, Klal Yisrael had a tremendous covet in the world. After Yitzhak Mitzrayim, we were looked at as, whoa, he's a yid, he's a yid. The covet of a Yidin was an all-time high after Yetzirah Mitzrayim. The whole world, the nations of the world looked at a Yid. We got out of Mitzrayim in ways unseen, unheard of in the world. And the Yid's covet was at an all-time high. 
And Amalek didn't like that at all. And the reason they attacked us was a suicide mission. They knew they would lose. They weren't favored. They attacked. Most attacks are territorial. Most attacks, by the way, are even jealousy, perhaps. Amalek was completely an attack on God. It had nothing to do with us. They attacked us because they didn't want that Hashem as a favorite people. Now, what is that? Amalek wants that God is in Shemayim. He has nothing to do with this earth. If anybody reads the writing of Hitler, Yamach Shemayim, I read it to the guys last year. I'll read it again closer to Purim. Hitler said, of, Hitler said this is quotes, you can look it up online. Hitler, Yamach Shemayim, said on himself, Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld in 1898, the, the, the head of Germany, the, the king of Germany, came to visit Eretz Yisrael in 1898. Wilhelm, the guy Wilhelm, came to Eretz Yisrael. And all the people came out to greet the king, as you're supposed to. And they said a bracha. You say a special bracha. B'shem u'malchus, with Hashem's name. Baruch atah Hashem, l'kenu melchai lamesh, achalak mikvaydai. You say a bracha, b'shem u'malchus. And Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld didn't go. People asked him, it's like a halacha, you go greet a king and you say, he said that Germany, he has a messiah from the grud that Germany's Amalek. There's before World War I and World War II. Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld said they're Amalek, that I have a messiah from the grud and I can't make a brach on the king of Amalek. That's what Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld said in 1898, before they touched the Jew. They were very good to Yidin. 1898, before they touched the Jew, he said, I'm not going, he didn't go out. Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zana didn't go. He said, I have a Messiah that there are Amalek, I won't make a bracha on somebody, on a person, I won't make the bracha on the king of Amalek. And he didn't go, and they did what they did. Now, if you read Hitler, Yamachshima's writing, he said, and I, I, I'll I had to read you the quote, close to the Purim, he said that we are barbaric, there's a mamish, a quote, I'll, I'll read you, it's a, I'm paraphrasing. He said, we are barbaric, and the Jewish people, infl- he writes to my calf, they inflicted two damages on the world. They inflicted brismila. He said brismila, that they damaged the human body. Remember, barbaric people believe all we are is body. The, the Yid has a mark on his body that the body is not everything. He cuts his body. We hate Brismila. That's what he said. The two damages the Jew did to the world is he brought Brismila, is cutting the body. The body's not everything. It's a damage he did to the world, Brismila, which Haman was Mivatel Sasain. We say, La Yehudim Aysa'ira Vesimcha Vesasan Bikar, Sasain Zumila. Haman made Xayra against Brismila. Hitler said the Jews, he writes in Mein Kaf, you can look it up. He damaged the Jews with Brismila. And the second damage is they brought a guilty conscience to the world, that there's right and wrong, they're absolutes. This world, you do what you want. And he said, my, all the other nations, Hitler, Yamashmai, who killed many people, he said, all the other battles are not the real battle. The real battle is against the Jew. They're all in the way of me and the Jew. I want to destroy those people so us barbarians could live. We're barbaric and we're proud of it. And we want to live, Hefker, devoid, Hitler, Yamachshemai, writes this in Mein Kaf. And the Jew stands in the way of the barbaric person, because they teach that a human being has a connection to God. God cares about human action. <clears throat> Amalek, Himamish expressed Amalek, the attack on the Yid is Hashem is no shaykhs to this earth. Amalek is attacking God's foothold in this earth. God doesn't care about this earth. They know there's a creator, but he doesn't give a hoot. He created and was Masalik. In the words of the Satmar Rebbe, this is said Hasidish, this is Pshat. It's only brought out this way. Hashem's name is Yud, then a Hey, then a Yud, then a Hey. Yud, cave of Hey. Yud, then a Hey, above, then a Hey. Now, said the Satma Rebbe, we say a Pasuk every single day in Pesuchi de Zimra, Yismechu HaShamayim V'sagyal HaAretz. Let the heavens rejoice. Yismechu HaShamayim. Let the heavens rejoice. V'sagyal HaAretz. And let the earth celebrate. Said the Satma Rebbe, what are the first letters? Yismechu is Yud. 
Hashemayim is the heavens, Yud Hey. Then Visagel Vav, Haaretz Hey, Yud Hey Vav Hey. Says the Satmar Rebbe, Amalek said, Yismachu Hashemayim. The Yud K is fine. God, let the heavens rejoice. God's up there. But what they attack, they, what part of Hashem's name do they eradicate? Visagel Aretz. Let the choice rejoice. Let the earth rejoice. They wanted to knock away half Hashem. He has no connection to this world. That's why they attacked Yidin. If you want to hear, could be, I don't know if Rav Gladstein points this out, but simple pshat is it says, erased Amalek mitachas Hashemayim from under the heavens. Amalek says God's up there. Eradicate them mitachas Hashemayim from under the heavens, from what's here, because Hashem exists here. That Hashem exists here. So when it says they erased half of Hashem's name, the Vav Hey, the Satna Rebbe said, stands for the Sagel That the earth rejoices Hashem's connection. The Yid represents, I have a relative who gets very queasy. She's not yet from, and she struggles with the chosen people. It's a very sensitive point, like we sound so funny, we say we're the chosen people. It's a topic that confuses people that there's a nation on earth who Hashem chose as an Amanivcha, as a chosen people, who announced to the world, who are light on to the nations, that on this earth we're Shaykh to Akesher, to Hashem. That on this earth there's an Am Hashem. There's a people of Hashem who are ambassadors for God. You know, in a country, when a country is interesting, is that war, America just now kicked out like Russia's ambassadors. They kicked out some group of Russians, 12 Russians out of, they called them spying. An ambassador represents, we're a legit country and represent this country. And on our turf, they're ambassadors of countries we respect and acknowledge. If you throw out the ambassadors, you are saying we don't acknowledge your right to be a country. Every country that's acknowledged has, has, has representatives at the UN. Having representatives acknowledges that you're a country. The Rabbi Shalom has ambassadors on this earth as a way of saying, I belong on this earth. I have people that represent me. I have a shlita and a stronghold on this earth. That's the Yid that announces Hashem's relationship to this world, that people can be close to Him and serve Him and loyalists to Hashem. That's the Yid. And Amalek's sole purpose, it had nothing to do with territory. We were in the desert. We were no threat to Amalek, zero. They had no shaykhs to us. We weren't threatening their land. We were walking to Eretz Yisrael. Why did Amalek attack us? For one reason. The hot bath, they wanted to cool off. After Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, it was acknowledged that Hashem is a people on this earth. He has a relationship to this on this earth. In a very, in, 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 um, in Naseris Hadibris, when Hashem introduces himself, Hashem Hashem that took you out of Mitzrayim. And the Rishonim already asked, why didn't he say, Avi, I am Hashem who created the world? Shalom Aleichem, I made this world. But he said, took you out of Mitzrayim. He made the world. The answer is Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was the proclamation that I'm involved, Bikarev Aretz, that I'm involved here. He created, Amalek believes, that's the Yud K, created the world. Amalek acknowledges that. What they deny after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, they attacked us, his involvement here, his involvement, his Tifa involvement here, Amalek seeks to eradicate. And the battle again, this is what Amalek, this is what it means they took away the Vav Hei, they fought half of Hashem's name. It means his connection here, the Visagya La'aretz that the Satna Rebbe called it, the connection to this earth. This is what, this is what Amalek sought to eradicate the Yid and fought with the Yid and what were Mitzvah to fight against. He pointed out he pointed out an incredible thing. He brings it ready. He brings this from the Reikeach. He pointed out, Rev Gladstein pointed out, that there are 166 psukim in, in the Megillah's Esther. And it, in the words, in the two places, it speaks about Amalek. The three psukim, and the 11 psukim, all together 166 words. They're both the sugya of battling Amalek. Fascinatingly, 166 psukim, 166 words here in this, in this struggle. Now, 
he brings he brings a chazal a little bit different than we have a, we have a gemara chulim with a certain nosach. He brings an achron at a different nosach in the gemara. The gemara asks, what's the source for Haman in the Torah? What's the source for Haman in the Torah? Haman menat Torah menolan. Now our gemara answers a pasuk in Bereshis, but he brings one of the achron who has a different nosach in the gemara and says the source of Haman is Hashem feeding us as Haman. The word Haman has the same words as Haman, that Hashem fed us the man. That is the source. It's interesting. In Bishalach, we have the parish of the man, and Kimat, right after the parish of the man, becomes the parish of Amor. Not Kimat. Right after the man, it speaks about our Chisarn and Amuna, and then Amalek attacks. The parish of the man is right next to the parish of Amalek. He brings that Haman Menatoyrus, Hashem fed us Haman, the man. Now it's interesting, Haman and Haman is the same Isis, is the same letters, Haman and Haman. There's, a much, there's another deep connection to Haman and Haman. There's another, to Haman and the man, there's another fascinating connection I want to share, but then I want to talk practical in a second. What's that song we sing when we're young? The song with, uh, with the Gragger. Oh, right. right. <laughs> I, always, I always, it hurts guys a lot. Should I hurt your youth, Avi? Every single kid thinks we're singing, Hamana Russia, Russia. You know we're not singing Hamana Russia? That's not what you sang when you were little? Do you think the song is Hamana Russia? It's not. You, what, Shim, you think that's the song? I have told you before. It. <laughs> it's like hurts, Zach. I feel but like Dan. You think it's Haman Harasha? You know that song? You know that's not the words? Go listen back. Listen to anything. <laughs> it's really the words of the song of Haman Harasha. Come, let's make a rush. If you listen to the words, it's Hava na Russia. All of us as little kids sang the same thing. Hava na Russia, Russia. It's Hava na Russia. It's the same song. Go, go listen. Hava na Russia means let's make a rush. Let's make noise. Does it have to hum- do with perm that song? It's talking about making noise when you maybe, say the word Maybe, maybe. Go check it out. It's not Hava na Russia. But anyway, that's one thing. Talk about Hava. Go check, go listen. <laughs> Very painful. Avi's leaving, like, I'm out. If this is. <laughs> you swell, didn't you also think it's Haman or Russia? Maybe we should have a new song that's like a separate song. <laughs> Let's do Haman or keep the gear, said the Yankus. Okay, who knew? It's Havana, Russia. You listen to, go listen to an old song, that song. It's Havana, Russia, Rush, Rush. Anyway, doesn't matter. The bottom line is, is that. He has a nusach in the Gemara Chulin that Haman menat Tayr menalon is vayachileu as Haman. Now it's not the nusach we have in the Gemara. He brings from one of the Achreinim. He brings actually from he brings from somebody actually who's probably in the period of the end of the Rishonim who has a nusach that Haman menat Tayr is vayachileu as Haman. There's another. Forget even if you don't have that nusach in the Gemara. Does anybody know of a connection between Mun and Haman? Any connection, Shem, you know connection, Mun, say over, Shem, don't be, connection, this is a good challenge for Shemler. Connection between Haman and the Mun, it's the set, Haman, Mun, and there's a profound, no, no, this is like exact, there's not a stretch, this is like ridiculous, it's like too weird, connection between Haman and the Mun. Can you say Haman is like a Muna, Haman is like a Mun? It's not like that's like a stretch. It, right? no, no, but there's something, it's, it's not such a stretch. We'll talk about that. There's a connection between Haman and Mun that's like freaky. It's too much. The name is so similar. He, there's a connection, Haman and Mun, that's, it's an are you kidding me connection. It's too much. Does anybody know? Rabbi, the song says Haman on Spotify, says Haman Whoa! What did you write in? What did you write in even? And what does it say? Maybe it's a different song. It's, it's a newer song. They probably made the same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very, they for sure changed it. <laughs> <laughs> Took my idea. Somebody went there after last year's year and quickly like. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Connection. Um, Momo, connection between Mun and Haman. Remember, no, 
the connection, the, the so wild connection. I should let Shimmy stand this. He will come up with it shortly. But what day did the mun stop falling, guys? What day is the last day that we ate mun? What's the last day, Shimmy, we ate mun? Zayinadr stopped falling. Moshe Rabbeinu died. Zayinadr. Then it said they had mun in their kalim forty days. What was the last day we had? Second day of Pesach. Go forty days from Zayinadr. What's forty days from Zayinadr, Chaver? So do twenty-three days of Adar. Seventeen days. The the second day of Pesach is the day that we had no more mun. Second day of Pesach. Second day, Pesach, no more. What do we bring every year that when we stopped having mun? We bring a carbonimer. What's the carbonimer saying? That Mazainus is Menashemayim. The mun fell Menashemayim. The second day, Pesach, they had no more mun. The second day, Pesach, we bring yearly a carbonimer saying that Mazainus comes from Hashem. The Magadav Ram brings a din, Shimmy knows the Magadav Ram, says to have a suda the second day, Pesach. Even in Eretz Yisrael, to have a special Suda, because what's the second day Pesach? The day Haman was killed. (laughs) Now things are getting intriguing. The second day Pesach, the last day we didn't have Mun, and we have a Karban remembering Mun, the Karban Ayim that Mazaynis Menashemayim, and that's the day Haman died. (laughs) It's something shit. If anyone would get it, it would be shit. Thank you. Thank you. Says Rev Gladstein, amazing. Says you have Gladstein. Now this already is getting weird. That's getting a little weird. Haman died the second day Pesach. That's simply, remember, Esther Amalka said to have a party. Now you could get technical that, that he was killed the second night, which would really be Yud Zion. There's room to say, by Goyim, they count night after day. Rav Glassin answers this up. The Magad Avram at the end of the day says, they should have a Suda the second day Pesach, and he says you should have a Suda because Haman was killed the second day Pesach. The Magad Avram, nothing short. So he's killed the second day Pesach. Mon stopped, we stopped having Mon the second day Pesach and bring a carbon Oimer to remember that Mazainus is Menashemayim. Says Rev Gladstein, the battle against Amalek is that Hashem's involvement here. Hashem's, he says it stays in Shemayim, Yismuch HaShemayim. And the battle against Sagel Aretz, we have a connection to Hashem. We have a profound, can he cares about us, Hashkachas Hashem. Said we have glassed in the man, which is Mezayna Yismin HaShemayim, Hashem feeds us and is connected to our earth. Mezayna Yismin HaShemayim, down to our earth. Is that which one of the ways that we express Hashem's involvement on our world? Rev Gladstein says, which is pretty cool, that in the first bracha of benching, when he thanked Hashem for food, we say, Bavur Shmoyagodol, that he feeds us on the name of his great name. Rev Gladstein says, Shmoyagodol means his whole name. Against Amalek, who cuts Hashem's name in half, who's mocked in the shame of Hashem, who sm- makes it small, Shmoyagodol, your large name, your involvement on this earth. He feeds us and gives us showing I'm connected to you on this earth. Sagel Aretz, you have a shaykhist Hashem. And in Benjamin, when we thank Hashem, we say, Bavur Shmoyagodol, the full name of Hashem. So this, he says that, that man, Hashem feeding us and giving us is the counter to Amalek is the counter to Haman, that Amalek and Haman say there's no shaykhis on this earth to the Rabbi Shalom, that he's Mesalik, and Mesainus in feeding us and caring for us and providing, he's very, very shaykh to this earth. So he says that Man is the counter of Haman. That's what he says. And the reason the day Haman dies, the day we celebrate Man and bring a carbon, remembering even when we don't have Man, that Mesainus is Menashemayim. We even count from there to Shavuos, from the second day Pesach, is remembering that Mezaynus is Menashemayim, Hashem's connected to this earth. So I thought that was, I thought that was pretty, pretty remarkable from Rev Gladstein on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're almost saying that he disagree with me on why, why would we say maybe died at night? Because there, there's, there's a thing that maybe died at night. Do you think there's a reason to maybe say that? Or there is a reason. There is a reason. We fasted three days. We would have only fasted two days. We fasted the first day, second day, 
third day and then he was killed. It's not that simple. Lamaisa, whatever shot you say, the Mount Avram says the suit the second day Pesach. I think that's pretty that's pretty neat. This this shtekel I shared, it's not so typical of what we learn together. What is typical of what we study together? I like that we have that this came from a Chavetz Chaim Musmach. I, I think he right he came. Is that true? But I love that. The shtekel's beautiful. What I wanted to say to the Chavra, very, very practical and very pashup shat is Amalek's attack, why they were attacking us. It's interesting when they attack us, it says, There was a chsarn in Yerushamayim. Yerushamayim, they were attacking us, understanding that the attack of Amalek on us was an attack on Hashem. Amalek was attacking Hashem. And what they were attacking about Hashem is he has no relevance, chas v'shalom, and there's no possibility of a kesher to Hashem on this earth. That's what Amalek was trying to attack, that Hashem is no shaykhis to us on this earth. The, there's a, I'm not, I don't want to go there, even the Pasuk that, the, that is quoted in the Gemara for Haman, where Hamina eats, that there's a tree, Hashem, there are things Hashem wants us to eat and things Hashem don't want us to eat. That loyalty to, to Hashem on this earth, that Adam Arishan and Chav were given sivoyim, mitzvahs, and the mitzvahs of what you're allowed to eat and not allowed to eat, and they challenged, and the, the Nachash is very similar to Amalek, is very, very similar to Haman, and he has pieces of Gladstein on that as well, but that Haman wants to say there's no shaykhist Hashem on this earth. And Haman's goal of getting people to live without, without a connection to Hashem, without Yerushamayim, without awareness of Hashem, without connection to Hashem, that's precisely what Amalek attacked. Amalek, one of the things they couldn't stand is bris milah. When we sing the song, we say in the Megillah, Yehudamay Sa'ira, means to the Jews there was, I want to translate the words, al Gemara, and then just think for a minute. It says in the Megillah, we could definitely sing it, and we'll sing it on Purim for certain. La Yehudamay Sa'ira, to the Yidin there was Taira. Aira Simcha, Simcha is Shabbos and Yantiv. The Yidin have Torah, Shabbos, and Yantiv, Sasa, and Mila, and Tefillin. Yikar is Tefillin. Preciousness is Tefillin. Why are we saying a song? And the Yidin have Torah, Shabbos, Mila, and Tefillin. Because Haman was geyser against those four things. It's a big Shiloh when he was geyser. Haman tried to kill us. Pashtus in those 11 months. In those 11 months, till we were going to be killed, in that whole kingdom, there was Xera against those four things. No Tyrod in those 11 months. When Haman and Achashverosh put out Xera to Klal Yisrael, besides saying we're going to kill the Yidden in Chaydesh Adar in 11 months, he answered Limadat Torah, he answered Shabbos, he answered Tefillin, and he answered Milah. Those are the four things that Haman made Xera against. We sing, and Haman was, was killed. We got back. We got those four things, and we celebrate and sing. One of the four things he was geyser against, Brismila. What Haman hates about Brismila, Brismila is the ice on the body of a yid. It's the mark on the body of a Yid, of a Yid's connection to Hashem. It happens to be fascinating. Rev Gladstein says that Mazinus, getting food, getting sustenance from Hashem, is the, and, and seeing Hashem's involvement in being the fairness, in supporting us and taking care of us, is an area that very much counters Amalek. It happens to be fascinating that in the bracha and thanking Hashem for sustenance, we thank for Brismila. In the bracha of, of Benshin, we say to Hashem that you gave us bris milah. Al brischa shechasamta bivsarenu the bris. But Amalek hates bris milah, and it's fascinating that Hitler yemachshemay v'zechrei. Hitler yemachshemay said the two evils of a yid. The two evils of a yid, Hitler said, was two things. And one he said bris milah. He hated the mitzvah of milah. Fascinating that Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld said he's Amalek, Germany's Amalek, and they hated bris milah. He didn't like bris milah. He couldn't handle that mitzvah. All the way down to Haman, who, t- who didn't like bris milah, the ice on our body that a yid has shaykh is Hashem. The ice briskash on our body that we are shaykh to Hashem. We're a nation that has a tremendous care of Hashem. 
And Amalek wants to fight that they want a person to be barbaric, to have no shaykhs to their banishlam. What's very, very fascinating is the Megillah. The Megillah, which, which celebrates the defeat of Amalek, so all of us know that Hashem's name is not mentioned once in the Megillah. Fascinating that Hashem's name is not mentioned in the Megillah. When the Gemara asks, the Gemara gives three truths, and the Gemara Megillah asks, why don't we read Hallel on Purim? Why is there no Hallel? The Gemara gives three answers. Why is there no Hallel? We defeated Haman. There should be Hallel. One answer of the Gemara and how we, this is brought la is Kriyasa Zuhi Lula. That the reading of the Megillah is the Hallel of Purim. And the question becomes, why don't we do Hallel, the regular Hallel? What happened? What was wrong with the regular Hallel, Mendy? Kriyasa Zuhi Lula. The Kriyasa Megillah is the Hallel. It seems so funny. Do regular hallow, Avi. What's pshat that Kriyasa Megillah is the hallow? Do the regular hallow. That's what, that's what the obvious question is. What is this sugya? By the way, a good Shailah Halacha. If you have a city that has no Megillah, should they read hallow? It's a good Shailah. Well, Kriyasa is what? Shabbos. Shabbos. Shulash, why don't we say Hallel on Chavez? It's a good question. Fair question. Fair question. Fair question. Very fair. That's a very fair question. Let's say you have a city, Shmuley, that has no Megillah. Should they read Hallel? What do you say, Johnny? That's a good shayla. Kriyas The Kriyas Megillah is the Hallel. Let's say there's no city, so let them read. Let them read regular Hallel. Do they read regular Hallel? The... The understanding and this real this question if they should read regular halal really brings out why there's a unique halal for Purim. And the unique halal of Purim is is a halal that, that, that really un, undercuts Amalek. Listen to what undercuts Amalek. Yisrael our Kriya Samagilla is the halal means that we halal speaks about miracles of Hashem. Hallel speaks about miracles, speaks about Hayam Rav speaks about miracles, Hallel. The Kriya Samagilla has no miracles. The Megillah has no miracles. The Megillah is the recognition, and the Gra even speaks out that whenever it says Hamelech, it refers to Hashem, it doesn't refer to Hashverish. The Megillah and reading the Megillah is every Yidzmachir that it's all Hashem, Einoid Movada, it's all Hashem. There is no Haman, there's no Achashverosh. Something that Yaakov Avinu tells Esau, the Zayda, the Zayda of Haman, Haman's elder Zayda. And Avram, uh, Yaakov Avinu tells Esau that seeing you is Kereis Kim. I see an angel. Esau started feeling all like, ah. Yaakov Avinu says, ah, Esau, you're an angel to me. Kereis Kim, like seeing God. You're mamish angelic. I picture Esav like glowing. Yaakov Avinu was saying, Esav, I don't see you. I don't see Esav's, all I see is Hashem. All there is is Hashem. And I don't see, I'm not worried. All there is Hashem. Kriyasa Zuilula is the antithesis of Amalek. All the events of this world, we see Hashem. We don't read a hollow that speaks about Hashem like behind the scenes, like Hashem in Shemaim. We read the Kriyas HaMegillah, we have an art. the Hallel of Purim is the Akara that everything is from Hashem. We see Hashem in all the events, of na- all the natural events. Haman has his bit anger and Achashverosh's emotions and all these things that Hashem just manipulating and running the world. So the Hallel of Purim is that we see Hashem in the intrigue of the court. In the story of day-to-day living, we see God, the opposite of Amalek. Amalek and Haman, who try to drive away Hashem from earthly matters. That's, I'll, I'll tell you a Maisa from Rav Hanach. I'll tell you a Maisa from it. We have Chavetz Chayra. I heard this from a Talmud of Rav Hanach. I heard my, these ears. Rav Hanach Leibowitz had an appointment by a very, very big doctor. He had terrible pain. And they got him an appointment that took months and months to get. It took months to get. When he got into the appointment, somehow he started talking to the doctor and he said something about God healing me. He said, Rav Hanach said something about it. And the doctor said, excuse me, 
I'm the healer here. Like, don't bring God into here. And Rav Hanach was very, was, was such a soft, sweet, so like sensitively, certainly, I appreciate your skills. God is the rife, you know, if you'll be a shliach Hashem. And he, he said, and the doctor said, like, like ripped again. So Rav Hanach said, I so thank you for the opportunity, but I'm going to leave. Rav Hanach left. The Talmud said, the Talmud said, Rav, we got this appointment that took months. Said he's not the shliach. If he can't acknowledge that Hashem's the Rafei, and he left, he left the appointment. The Talmud was there. I heard him publicly say it. The Talmud brought him out. He left the appointment that it took months to get into. The guy didn't acknowledge Hashem's the Rafei. Hashem's the Rafei. The opposite of Amalek is seeing in all the activities of man is seeing the Rabbanu Shalom running the world. And the halal of Purim is we see Hashem in everyday life. In all the activities of even the Hamans, it's like so this snagdus of Haman. Haman who wants to deny, deny Hashem's involvement in this world. And our halal is reading his activities. That's our halal to Hashem. We, we, don't have to, we don't have to say Hashem's name. We see in all the activities. We see in all the activities Yad Hashem. In all that looks natural, in all that looks like the activities of man, we see Yad Hashem. That's the halal of, of Purim. It's the only halal of Purim. The Pashtus La'alacha, if somebody has no Megillah, Pashtus La'alacha. If Gladstein's brings to maybe read a capital, there's a capital, Halal HaGadol, capital in Tilm Kufla Megimel. The Pashtus La'alacha, no, the Pashtus, if there's no Megillah, the Pashtus is not to, not to read halal. And the reason not to read Halal is there's a very specific Halal of Purim. The Halal of Purim is you don't need supernatural. is to see Hashem in that which looks nature. That which looks like people behaving. And we see the Yad Hashem. Kriyas Lula. The Megillah, which doesn't even mention the Yad Hashem. It seems to speak about the activities of man. That is our hollow. We see Hashem acting and running the world. All we see, Kerois Kim. We don't see Asams. We see Yad Hashem. Thank you, Tzvi. So that's the hollow. That's the hollow that we sing on Purim. This, the, to me, to me, one of the things, the hours late, we don't have so much more time, but a big Indian of this time of the year. A big Indian of this is to be machshav is, is Haramas Karen Yisro, is believing in a yid, appreciating a yid. A yid is chosen by Hashem to be an ambassador. Hashem chose a nation. Amalek fights the chosen nation, fights this concept of the preciousness, the innate preciousness of a yid as being the people who are the ambassadors of Hashem. Amalek cringes. They hate Rismila and they hate the nation that introduces Mila to the world. A tremendous thing to work on in this month of, 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 of Adar. Tremendous Indian on Rosh Chodesh Adar. Somebody wants to really get with the, with the time, with the Tkufus Hashanah. What's happening is the preciousness of a Yid. See a Yid and understand he's an ambassador for Hashem. A Yid is precious. The Amanivcha, the chosen people. Anything that's, that, that works on Anachnu Yisrael Amli. Reb Miller says that in Slobodka they worked on it for months and months, this topic. The Emuna, every night by Meirev, we describe the Emuna that is Hashem Echad, Banachnu Yisrael Amoy. There's a special Emuna you're supposed to work on. Emuna Kozois, Kihu Hashem Lekein Benzulas, there's one God, Banachnu Yisrael Amoy. There's an Emuna that we are Hashem's nation with the Amanevcher. There's a people chosen to be the ambassadors of Hashem. That Hashem loves Yisrael Baba. Hashem loves His people and chose them to be the ambassadors of Hashem. Believing in the preciousness of a Yid, Anachnu Yisrael Amli, Reb Miller describes the tremendous Avaida in Slobodka and appreciating, seeing the Yid and saying he has a value. So from the Amanifchais, from the chosen people, this is tremendously naigea to Art Kufa. Amalek doesn't want that there's a nation that are the ambassadors of Hashem. That Hashem has people on this earth that are chosen, that are close to Him, that are living examples of loyalty to Him, of close connection to Him. They want this earth is devoid of that. They want bar- that barbaric. A person does what he wants, Hashem's disconnected to this earth. The specific way of Hashem chose to say I'm connected to this earth is I have a people that represent me, that I'm extremely close to. 
and of celebrating a Yid, covered, being mechabed a Yid, appreciating a Yid, there's room to say, and one of the inyanim of Shalach Manus is celebrating a Yid is precious. I want to give gift. I value a Yid. One of the inyanim of Shalach Manus is this inyan of celebrating a Yid is precious. A Yid's important and a Yid's precious. So this is something that could be thought about in the month of Adar, in this Kupa Sashana, where we're moving towards Purim and fighting Amalek, who denies Hashem's foothold, Hashem's Sagya La'aretz, the Shaykhis on this earth, the connection, and as such attacks Klal Yisrael are being mechazik in the value of a Yid. A Yid is precious. A Yid's a yid is chosen by Hashem, and an ambassador of Hashem is something that can be worked on this month, the appreciation for Yidin. They're making calls, they're making a lot of appeals for Ukrainian Yidin. And to me, you know, this, this battle, there's, there's a war going on, and, and it's, hard to, it's hard to know what to make of this matzav. It's something pretty serious something pretty serious, it's hard. Anytime the world's shaking and there's countries and countries fighting, there's somebody who's going against a lot of the world and standing up to the world, things are moving, things are shaking. It's not to be made light of. And what this means, where, where we go from here, what this becomes into, none of us know. We don't know. But one aspect, one aspect that's going on is they're hidden in a tough matzah. So first of all, a Yid should daven stam. A Yid should daven for, for the world. A yid, we care about the world. We're not people who are only about Yidin. We care about the whole world. So a person stam should daven. That Hashem should protect innocent lives. People shouldn't die. Innocent people shouldn't die. That's stam, an appropriate prayer. But specifically our brothers. The fact that they're Yidin under threat, it shouldn't be. I was, I was happy. My son said to my wife, he somehow heard that they're collecting for you. He said, but did you give any money yet? Did you give any money yet? So he, how could you? he said, if you would be in that situation, you'd want somebody to send you money. So my wife gave, she said, do you want to give also? He has $53. He said, yeah, I want to give a dollar. He wanted to give a dollar also. But this point, that to care about Yidin, to care about Yidin, to me, it's a very important point that we're davening for Achenu B'nai Yisrael. That a guy is davening in a in a sincere way. We're part of a precious people. Anachni Yisrael Amai. We're part of a people. Feel part of a people. Understand there's something called the Am Hashem. There's something called the Am Hashem. A very precious people that we're zeicher to be part of from. Part of. Daven for the Am Hashem. So I say to us all, the Yidin and difficult matzavim. Whether you're like Yisrael May and you want to donate to the cause, but daven, our tefillahs matter a lot. They're yidden in precarious situations and very, very difficult situations. The yidden sitting in Ukraine, there are a lot of yidden there. We were zaycha. Some of us met this this yid who was the rav in Ukraine. We met him at the Kesher Nafshi Shabbos. Johnny and I met a rav from Ukraine there at the Kesher Nafshi Shabbos. But stop there, yidden. There are a lot of yidden in the Ukraine. Daven for yidden. Learn to feel our people's what's going on by our people. I could. I want to say that I'm following it. What's going on? I am in. I am like it matters. World events and big things in the world. What it means. We're not oblivious to those things. Even if you're a guy, you say, I don't want to. I'm not pushing to follow news. But if something's nagei a lot of yidin, you can't be oblivious to it. We're part of a nation. Part. If it's nagei one yid, it should matter to you. Let alone that it's nagei tens of thousands of yidin. So I say to us all specifically on Rishchaydish Adar. I say to us all, well, let's remember we're part of a nation, we're part of a people. What's happening to people in Klal Yisrael matters to us because we're part of a people. And we think about this, Nachni Yisrael Amai, there's a nation, it's an important amuna we have. There's something called Klal Yisrael, there's something called Am Yisrael. It's a nation where Zeichah to be part of, it's a nation who Hashem chose and appreciates and has a special Kesher, they're called the children of Hashem. So I'm appealing to the Chevre as something that would be very specific to an avoid of, of, of this kufa, and specifically what's going on in the world, daven for our yid, daven for yidin, daven for yidin, the safety, yidin should be safe. It's a very precarious situation. If you picture the situation they're in, and many, many, tens of thousands, they're yidin who've run away, who are still there, or are hiding, so many, so many yidin. My wife showed me a group of Holocaust survivors, and they were talking about their matzah now, sitting in the Ukraine, 
Anachni Yisrael Amei, we're part of a people, pray for our people, and Taka Hashem should give us Yat HaDishmaya, it's a month of good mazel, every Yid should be safe and sound, and Hashem should send that Tzalu for the Yid, but in general, thinking about Kla Yisrael, again, we daven for the Ummah also. we daven for the Ummah that's Pashat, but our brother is, is something different, a tefillah for a brother has a different type of passion, and a different type of thought, it's an important Kufus Hashanah to remember. What is it? Umais means the nations of the world. We'd certainly daven for Goyim. We're not people. Big Tzaddik and Mechavetz Chaim, something would happen, an earthquake, he would pray for Goyim. That's Kashat. For somebody who cares about all the nations of the world, that's for sure. But a Yid were part of a people. Your brother comes before your cousin. That's how the Besar Chal to Salim. So is it I, nation Amos? Uma. And Uma is called a nation. Uma is a nation. Yeah. It's interesting. What do we call somebody who's non-Jew? What do we call? Right. Why do we call him a guy? What does the word guy mean? Why do we call him a nation? He's not a nation. He's a person. They have a certain disconnect. So this is what the... This, the what, what was the name of the rub who said this? Yitzchak Spector said this, the Kovner Rav. The Kovner Rav said we call them Goyim. They have a disconnect. So nation, nation, nation. We're Goyechad. We're one people. Goyim have a certain disconnect. He said there's a unity that's only Shaykh the Klaizos. We call them a Goy. You're a nation. We call a guy a nation. You have a disconnect. Yidn have a certain unity that's true by a Yid. How Yidn care for one another. So we, that's why he said we call a Goy, a Goy, a Goy. We're Goyechad. We're all one people. None of us are called a guy. We're not an individual. We're a guy. We're all one nation. He's a nation for himself. That's that's it. So that I did want to make an appeal for the chevra. This is not an appeal for money, but an appeal for tefillas. Daven hard in our tefillas. Geshmak. Daven hard and focused for Klal Yisrael. For every, the safety of every single yid. It's Mayinian. It's very much Mayinian battling Amalek who can't handle that there's a nation. There's an Am Hashem. So this is something very practical. I think I should have an excellent job. Thank you, Arya. Ready.